Welcome to our podcast here on, I guess it will be January the 30th. We're actually pre-recording this a little bit. I've got Sam Lewis with me right now. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. Special guest once again this morning. And and uh, and I say once again, we had Jeff Rocky last week, and he was our special speaker the Sunday before. He spoke on Sunday. We really appreciate you coming and being with us. What we uh, have been doing with this podcast is putting it out every Wednesday or Thursday, and it's been kind of a neat thing. I was talking to Sam about it a little bit. It's like our midweek service um, in a way that goes out across the airwaves to touch base back with what was spoken, what the Lord had brought you, Sam, this last week and the others as we've spoken together, and um, just having a great conversation about it about the relevancy of, of, of what you spoke about in people's lives, in the everyday world, and the thick and the mire of it, uh, and how it relates. So, um, Sam, I do, do appreciate you being here today. You, you drove down from Terre Haute to be with us once again today, and I do appreciate that. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I would like to start off with a word of prayer. Just ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide our, our talk today. Heavenly Father, I am so grateful to be in your presence. I am grateful to be here with my brother, Sam Lewis, this morning. And I just thank you for what you've done in our lives together, what you're doing in the lives of Crossroads and all the people that are a part of it, and in this community and in the community of Terre Haute and across this land. Lord, we ask that you would continue to use us as your servants to make a change and to make a difference for your kingdom, not for who we are, but who you are in us and what we get to do because of it. So, Father, I thank you, and I pray that you would just lead this conversation today. Holy Spirit, have your way in us, and we just thank you. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Sam, uh, by the way, I just kind of want to let you know that um, this is, I don't know how many podcasts you've done. This might be your first it is. It is your first. So I want you to know that that uh, if you need to take a drink of your water, if you need to be, you know, clear your throat, don't worry about it. Uh, it's all good. And with this is a conversation. In fact, last week when I was with Jeff Rocky, we were in a coffee house, and it was clanging and clanging, and people were coming in, and and I thought we chose a pretty quiet coffee house, but it was a little <laughs> noisy after all. But it was good, and uh, of course the old. Coffee makers are whirling and the espresso makers are steaming. And man, oh man, we had a lot of different noises, but it was good. And good. Uh, I was able to use it. Today we're on the third floor of Crossroads in a little annex, kind of little podcast set, set up here. But um, Sam, as we get going this morning and talk a little bit about uh, what God has had brought you uh, to bring to us on Sunday... Can you do a little bit of a, a synopsis or a kind of a recap of a little bit about what you talked about? Um, I think it was entitled, But a Breath, and then finish that, would you? So make an investment. That's it. Uh, but a breath, so make an investment. Uh, it was really pertaining to the fact that life is just a breath, uh, kind of capturing the uh, difference between God's eternity and our time. Time is put here for you and I. But God operates in eternity. And so, in the eyes of God, this is just but a breath. Mm -hmm. This life is but a vapor. And so, in this time, or in this breath, I was saying to the people that 
we need to make sure we're making an investment in whoever we meet, uh, whoever we come across on our jobs, uh, in the grocery store, our families. Uh, we want to make an investment that will impact them to give their life to Christ. Um, giftings. I talked about the fact that uh, we, are, we are gifted for some reason. I did a little uh, example. Have you ever seen a doctor uh, surgically repair himself? And the audience kind of laughed, but you haven't. Um, so the gift is for other people mm. that they can be able to see uh, who God is in your life, uh, that they can see that God is using you and so on and so forth. But it's it's just but a break, a vapor. Yes. It's just a vapor. Um, it's not a lot of time in this world. I mean, you think we have time, but as we begin to look at it, we don't have as much time as we think we do. And I said that uh, I believe the average age is 72 years old mm -hmm. that people live. And so just want to make sure we know this is but a breath. Just make an investment. Deposit something into someone that can change their life. Uh, yeah. Love them. You know, bring them out. Help them to be secure in who they are as a person. Yes. It's just but a breath. But a breath. Make an investment. It's a beautiful thing, and I appreciate you bringing that to us because I know that the Lord had placed that upon your heart to do that, um, whether it was here in Crossroads in Sullivan, Indiana, or whether it was in New Jersey, or whether it was in <laughs> California. Right. People, uh, and I say people, we all uh, need to be reminded that, that this giftedness and these talents, um, the Master has brought to us. Right. Um, he has gifted every one of us, and and he is waiting to in, to place those giftedness as he can, as we are, oh, entrusted with right. uh, with uh, with the gospel, with 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 Jesus Christ. Um, but even beyond that, uh, those that have not received the word uh, and 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 received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They're gifted, and they, have, they are talented individuals. We know that. We right. see a lot across America. And sometimes I think we might even wonder, well, why was that person gifted and is, right. is doing such cruel things or, 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 or not doing it the way that we at least see it happen? But God is God, and He's sovereign. Right. And he's going to work in us how He'd have us uh, placed and utilized for His kingdom. We can trust that that he will be faithful to do that. Always faithful. We just need to be obedient. Uh, going back to what you said, you were talking about uh, seeing other people. I think David said that when he seen the prosperity of the wicked, his foot almost slipped. Mm -hmm. And when he began to see how other people were prospering, it began to bother him, I guess you can say. But if you continue to read, you understand that David always had kept his focus. He kept his focus because he understood he was anointed as the king of Israel. Mm -hmm. And so he was gifted to fight. His fighting was the ability to set Israel free, to set his people free. And so that's all we have to understand is we're always going to see other things that can distract us. But we have to stay focused and continue to make that investment. If David, We know that David did lose focus a little bit, but he got back on track. Yes. And when he got back on track, that's why uh, not too many Sundays can go by where we don't preach about David. Amen. Because <laughs> he, he kept his focus yeah. and he made many investments into people. He did. Man, uh, you bring up such a, a vital aspect there. 
that is, it is a huge point that we need to make and remind people that our eyes need to bounce off of others mm. yes. and get them back aligned with God so that we can continue to do the things that he would have put out in front of us. Right. Um, in life, these areas in which Satan wants to attack us with, whether it's our past that he wants to bring up, mm-hmm. whether it's the, the, the just dogging us by lies or, or even things that we see, uh, and, and, and we'll bring it back up in other people. Um, but what I wanted to kind of hit a point on is this, is this internal voice that we need to work on within our, within our lives, right. within our own minds. And um, I've talked a little bit in the other podcasts just a little bit about detoxifying some of that stuff in our mind, uh, removing the negative and removing the, the, the past. The, the scripture says that uh, he has gotten rid of it. Mm-hmm. As we have asked for forgiveness through Jesus Christ, he's getting, gotten rid of it as far as from the east is from the west. Right. And, and has thrown it into the, uh, the, the endless or the, the, the sea of forgetfulness. Right, right. And um, we need to work on um, how we speak internally. Let, we, we, we both know uh, Psalms 19.14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my salvation. As we know that, let the words of my mouth, these that we're speaking inside, then coming forth, highlight and through obedience and doing that internally comes out so that we can be obedient to use the talents in which he would have us do. But a breath means, could mean that the Holy Spirit, as we're in tune with the Holy Spirit, could lead us another way in which we maybe have intended for that day. (laughs) And and we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. On the second service, we're talking mainly about the first service uh, uh, that you spoke at yesterday, and that's what we're talking about right now. But then the Holy Spirit led you a different way for the second service. But talk a little bit more, because you highlighted that a little bit when you were speaking about this topic, but a breath, uh, and for that investment. How have you seen, or or maybe make related notes about uh, that? Oh, you had mentioned here's the here's the thing you had, you had said. I remember this. You had said we get up in the morning and everything's fine, mm. and then it might be that by the end day we could be in the ER, right, right. or things change. Talk a little bit about that butter breath. And those things and how they change and even the Holy Spirit's work in us. It's, it's interesting because, as I said, you wake up, everything is good. Uh, you're feeling good. But as you go throughout your day, everything gets everything begins to change. Mm-hmm. You get a call, uh, your house is on fire. You get a call, hey, honey, the, the refrigerator went out. Um, honey, the, the car won't start. Uh, just... Now it just kind of throws off your day. And so now you have all of these compounded issues and then you still have to hold up the standard of God. Mm. You can't fuss and go cussing everyone out. (laughs) But now you're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, when I woke up this morning, I felt great. Uh, I didn't have a problem. 
I said, Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning. But now, Lord, why are you allowing this to happen to me? I've been faithful. Lord, why are you allowing my car to break down? I'm, I'm a tither. I, I give offerings. I do all that I'm supposed to do. Well, how else will God be able to challenge us if we don't have challenges? How do we know that God is a deliverer if he doesn't give us something for him to bring us out of? So in order to really understand the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, we have to go through these different challenges, but we can't lose focus that I still need to make an investment. I still have a purpose. Uh, I like to say it this way. I have a reason for my existence. Why do I exist, God? Why, why, what is the reason that you have me in this world so I can make an investment into That's right. someone? That's right. So that, no, hey, you know what? I can testify and tell you this. Man, I, my car's broke down before, but I'm telling you this. You stay faithful to God, God will take care of you. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit will always show himself. He will never leave himself without a witness. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be there to say, hey, guess what? I'm here for you. <laughs> If you need me, just call me. No matter how, what the late hour is, no matter what time of day it is, just call me. Because because sometimes God wants to put us in a position where we have to turn to him. Right. You see, and if we're so focused on what we do not have or what we have lost, then we forget the fact that, okay, I'm not operating in my purpose. Right. I'm not investing anything into anyone. I, I'm not walking in the love of Christ. I'm fraternizing about what's going on in my head <laughs> instead of telling somebody, hey, Jesus saves. That's right. He, he can still bring Amen. you out. And as a preacher, I've had to get up and still preach to people when things are going awry in my life. Okay. I had to get up and say, hey, do you believe God? When I'm over here struggling myself to believe God, Mm. but I still had to leave an investment to the people of God because that's what I'm charged to do. That's right. He's anointed me to preach the gospel. That's right. And so when my faith is being challenged, I'm still having to leave an investment because we all going to say, well, the preacher wasn't hitting on it today. He must be going through something. Yeah, right. But I got to keep pushing. Because he remains faithful. That's and that's what we have to bank on. If we can get in our minds that God is going to be faithful, Mm -hmm. the house can burn down, they can repo the car, uh, kids can fuss at us and disrespect us, but guess what? God is still going to be faithful. And that's what we have to take with us. Amen. Amen. And that's a great word, and I thank you for bringing that. And and, uh, you know what? You would mention challenges, and it came up in my mind about something that I had seen and actually had had watched a document uh, documentary uh, about Usain Bolt and the Jamaican runners, the sprinters, and why were they so? Why why did they have such a strong team? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I watched this where Usain Bolt had trained, and it went into this whole thing, and and it said, uh, you may uh, get ready uh, to see the the, the most world class. State of the art place in Jamaica, producing these wonderful gifted sprinters, <laughs> and uh, so pans and it goes from the outside and goes in and you're kind of thinking already, well this isn't the state of the art that I was thinking about, and the next thing you find out is that these young men and women are running on grass. Wow, they're learning to 
work their muscles in such a way that they will work against adversity. Yes. The challenge. And the, and the coach, it, it pans to him, and, and he's sitting there, and he's sitting on a chair, and you'd think, well, good grief, man. That doesn't look like a coach uh, that, that would, would, would produce it. <laughs> but he right. knew exactly what he needed to do to get those, those young people challenged. And that's where Usain Bolt became the fastest man on earth. Right. As we use the Holy Spirit, I'm just going to just transition real quick. As we use the Holy Spirit, as, as he's been given to us, as he's leading us and guiding us, he is going to help us through that adversity. But we need to commit to it, own it, and say, I'm here to do what the Lord would have me do today. No matter the adversity, he stays faithful, he stays consistent, and through faith, through Jesus Christ, I know my Father. He's going to see me through. Amen. God's good. And and, and I just appreciate so much you bringing forth these aspects in this message. So uh, did you want to say anything more about a little bit about that? that part of the message uh, before we kind of touch base on some the way that the Holy Spirit had moved you I'm fine man I'm okay fine. I think I uh, think I said all I needed to say I think so um, I mean not that I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, no you're done <laughs> um, it's, it's just it's, it's a blessing and I just hope that people uh, uh, just take what God is saying and uh, one thing I always pray is Lord allow the word to become my reality Mm-hmm. Whatever is being spoken over me, whatever is being released into the atmosphere, allow it to become my reality so that it can change me, so that it may help me and propel me to what you would have me to be. And so uh, it's just but a breath, make an investment. That's, that's the key. We have to invest something. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm dead and gone off this earth, uh, what will they say about me? Mm-hmm. What will they say about us? What is the impact or the investment that we left? Amen. Thank you, Sam. Well, um, I don't know that we need to touch too much about um, the way that the Lord led you for the second service, but I will say this, that uh, I can truly say that the Lord led you, the Holy Spirit led you in a way to start talking about relationships and more importantly, or when I say more importantly, but more specifically, uh, the marriage context, you were leading, going into your talk, uh, into bringing the word um, that we just spoke about, and the and the Holy Spirit just shifted you. Talk yes. a little bit about what happened, how He led you. Well, um, first of all, I wasn't always that obedient. So there, I was I was ministering at a church to tell this story, and uh, I was supposed to preach uh, one thing. But I wanted to minister something different, something that was a little more comfortable, I guess you I guess you can say. And I got up and I started ministering the word and I was stumbling all over my words and nothing came together. Uh I called the scripture, it was the wrong scripture, and it was just a, it was a total mess. And I was the guest speaker somewhere, and so I said, uh, well. Y'all pray for me, and so I got through it, uh, but it was ineffective because that wasn't the word for the house, I guess you can say. And so 
I said to myself, I will never do that again because the pastor, I was young, he said, that's not what you were supposed to preach, was it? I said, no, sir, it was not. Uh, But so that's why I can't fight the Holy Spirit. I can't fight God. I can't fight. (laughs) That's right. So as I was getting up calling the text, the Lord began to move in my spirit about something different. And so I just had to follow him. Um, and I was, as I was ministering, I was sensing the, the tension between in, a, in couples or a couple. Um, and so what I had to do is just, God knows best. Uh, one thing my friend, uh, he says to me, your arms aren't long enough to box with God. So <laughs> I don't want to box with God. And God knows better than any of us. He knows exactly what each and every one of us needs. So uh, my job as the messenger is just to deliver the message. And so as I was getting up to minister but a breath, the Lord began to change it. Because I sensed that uh, more people were dealing with uh, just the challenges and why am I dealing with all that I'm dealing with Mm. uh, in my marriage, in the home. Uh, And that's where I was sensing most of it. it was just home thing because the enemy would love to destroy that institute of marriage, the institute of home, family. He would love to destroy that because that's what God has instituted in this earth. It's something that God has placed in this earth uh, between man and woman, and they come together and they make a family. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's kind of why we went the way we went. And so I just wanted to be obedient to the Spirit of God. And as I was ministering, I could see um, in the audience how it was capturing people mm. because it was ministering to their soul. It was ministering to their spirit man, and it was helping that spirit man. Uh, we have to learn how to just put things back on the altar. When we learn how to put it on the altar, it takes it out of our hands. Right. And sometimes, you and we're both married, uh, we, we try to fix it ourselves and we usually end up making it worse as men you know and so uh so i've learned how to just take it to god and so now when i need to approach my wife i know how to approach her in grace i know how to approach her in a different manner because now i'm being led of god and uh, and the scripture teaches us that we have to love our wives as men as christ loved the church so I mean, you you know what he did for the church. He died for the church. So that means we have to be willing to literally Mm -hmm. lay down our lives for our our wives. Mm -hmm. Because that's the word. That's right. And so um, that's why it just kind of carried into where we were going to. uh, And I was talking about how um, the, the children of Israel were going through what they were going through. And that. Uh, they just had to trust God because when God allows us to go to certain places, he said that he was going to put them in captivity and they were going to be there for 70 years. Now, you mean to tell me God just actually spoke to us and said, (laughs) we're going to be struggling and in captivity and in slavery for 70 years? Mm -hmm. But he said, I know the plan that I have for you. And so sometimes we have to go through it so that other people can see the glory of God in our lives. Amen. Well, you know, I, I want to uh, tell you, because um, you're, you're unaware of this, um, 
but then to focus on two things. The first one being this, that Eddie has been going through uh, 1 Corinthians. You might be aware of that. But what you might uh, also not be aware of is the fact that he has been talking about relationships and even the part where Paul talks about being single and dealing with that aspect about what what Paul says about single and then he goes into the marriage and he talks about that relationship and and how that is fortified and what a blessing that is and how to be utilize that and um, the second thing that that most likely not aware of is that God and I've made mention this a couple times to the people in at crossroads from the front but Stacy and I, uh, a couple of years back, had been really focusing for a few years on marriages, um, having marriage class and r- retreats, um, this kind of thing, with all within the the uh, and crossroads. Um, and I had brought to the people to let them know that to be prepared that in February we're going to be having a relationships class, and that we're going to be focusing in on not only marriage but the family aspect. And then, uh, and then furthering that on out to even uh, individuals one-on-one with, say, co-workers or, mm-hmm. or these different areas. And the, the Lord has been fortifying that thought. You, you emphasized that yesterday. Um, you started to speak about it, and I, my, my eyes just went, hmm. I just kind of <laughs> opened it. Well, looky there, you know. And, uh, and so as I kind of follow that up and, and, and let the people know on podcasts to let them know that here in the, in a couple weeks, we're going to be telling you within these couple weeks, we're going to be telling you when that's going to start. And we're getting all of our ducks in a row to make sure that, that, uh, that series of, of uh, study is going to, to bring what the father Brent wants to bring Amen. and lead from there. But I love to be able to capsulate this whole thing, but a breath. So make an investment the very aspect of it for our relationships and in our marriages, that it is an investment. Every single day we have a way to invest in our family, our children if we have them, uh, our spouses if we have them, uh, people, and, and this then relates to the other things that we just said, other people, but our marriages and our family. We can get mundane about it and complacent, mm-hmm. but we need to wake up in the morning Thanking God for His gifts, including that family that we have, that we're leading, especially you and I as men, you mentioned that again yesterday, leading the way God would have us lead, giving up our lives to lead in, lean in, and lead them, and to make that investment in them. It's it's imperative. Um, And I'm going to share a little bit of my personal life as a family man. my wife had three children uh, prior to us getting married, okay. and that didn't bother me. Yeah. The the thing was, I said, I got to come into the home and just be a godly man. Yeah. Now, listen to this. A 10-year-old boy came up to me and said, why don't you treat me like a stepfather? Hmm. And my son, that's what he said to me. Really? He said, why don't you treat me like a stepfather? I said, son, what do you mean? He said, you don't treat me like a stepson. And I said, do you want me to? <laughs> I was kind of like <laughs> thrown off. I was yeah. taken by the comment. Right. Right. And I, he said, no. He said, you, he said, you just you treat me right. He said, um, other, other people didn't treat us right. Mm-hmm. He said, but you treat me right. Praise God. And I said, 
It, it moved me, man. Okay. I, I'm telling you, it oh, moved me. I know. Me. I and I said, well, imagine. I said, I told you the day of our wedding day that you're my son. And that's it. I said, you're my first son. And I'm going to love you. I'm going to teach you all that I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to love you. In the back of my head, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm going for it because God's faithful, right? Yes. And so I said, Lord, thank you for helping me in these two years to impact his life the way that I've impacted him. My son's on high honor roll now. When we came in, we had some challenges getting his behavior together. But I just kept loving him. And I mean, I was stern when I needed to be stern. Sure. But... We built a family. Yeah. And it's not, okay, this is my stepdad. No, I'm just dad. That's good. Uh, this is my stepdaughter. No, this is just dad. That's good. That's I alleviated good. that yeah. because uh, it does not matter if your dad, you, I had you biologically. That doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. It's simply the fact that we're family. And so now that I'm instilling the values in him that, man, family. God first, family. Because the my spiritual father taught me, he said, your first ministry, Sam, is your family. Yeah. Before you can get going across the country, before you can go ministering to other people, the first ministry is your family. Amen. And if I didn't have the family under control, then how can I go out and start healing other people's marriages and, and other people's that's, families that's and their minds broken? That's it. That's and it. so that's why uh, that's why I thank God for all of the men that he has placed in my life mm-hmm. because they have impacted me so. And the simple fact that uh, my daughters, they just love me. And then and my son, they just love me and I love them. It's not, you know, okay, here's my set of children and here's uh, the other set of mm-hmm. children. No, he tells somebody, that's my dad. That's right. That's, that's awesome. my dad. And so, and then my daughters, they say the same thing. That's my dad because we're a family. That's right. It's not, you know, this one, this one. You know, for a long time, uh, I didn't even know that my technically half-sisters were my half-sisters. Is that right? Because my dad didn't treat them any different. Good for him. And a lot of people in our church that we grew up, they didn't realize until they was far grown. Y'all don't have the same last name. (laughs) Because my dad, he just loved them girls and they were just dad to him. Actions. It was the actions. And so that that is something that we have to understand. We're just family. Yeah. We're family and God is anointing and blessing our family. So all we have to do is continue to just walk out the word. That's awesome. If we're walking out the word, God's going to do the rest. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's Thank just you. a little bit about my personal no, life. And that you is know. great. And that yeah. is exactly what this podcast is intended for is to connect with individuals in the relevancy of their everyday life. Uh, I mentioned this last week, uh, just kind of starting off the, the podcast and, and reminding people, you know, we, uh, you come in on a service on Sunday, about that hour-long mm-hmm. aspect, and you're kind of coming in, and, and you maybe you just kind of, all right, feed me or receive. Right. You know, I want right. to receive, whatever. And, and of course... Uh, uh, we go out of there, and then we try to remember what the what the word right, was. Right, right, right. But this aspect of of hitting this podcast, kind of in a way of refreshing um, that uh, the memory and and what the Lord wanted to instill into our hearts, 
so that we can go and live it. This is what it's all about. Amen. Everyday testimony living. And that's what you just did. You shared part of that testimony of life. It's, 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 it's been a journey. Uh, yeah. But Steve, it's been a journey. And not to say that there wasn't frustrating times. Yeah. Uh, but through that, uh, there's an old, old song that says, through it all, yep. I've learned to trust in Jesus. <laughs> I learned to trust in God. And so uh, the, the learning process uh, that's where you're like, okay, this is when you really know God. You really learn God when you're in a position where you have no other resources. It's out of your control. Mm-hmm. It's out of your hands. And I just got to trust you. There was sometimes, it wasn't the fact that I was fussing at the children. It wasn't the fact that, you know, I had to, uh, you know, spare the rod. It wasn't any of that. Sometimes I just had to leave them on the altar mm-hmm. and say, God, you deal with it. Because, you know, I'm doing all that I can do. But, Lord, I know you know how to deal with his heart. And I had to learn, as a man, I had to learn how to win to just be sensitive enough to just love my children. Sensitive enough to just go and love my wife. And it's not about uh, the kids. You know, it's not about relaxing my body. You know, I want to kind of keep it, uh, you know, (laughs) you understand what I'm saying? Um, It's not about relaxing my body as a man, but it's just simply the fact to just love my wife and hold her and say, honey, I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I just walk up and look at her as she folds clothes and say, I really do love you. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you. And so it's like being a man, we can sometimes just approach everything firmly. Mm -hmm. Hey, do it this way or do it that way. But then we have to learn how to still be sensitive to our family. And that doesn't manipulate our masculinity by any means. I'm still very much a man if I'm sensitive enough to my daughter and just say, honey, I I just love you. Don't act up today. You know, let's just have a good day. Let's just have fun. Mm -hmm. I love you. Son, I love you. Give you some pounds. And let's just have a good day. Yeah. Instead of just, hey, yeah. sit down, <laughs> stop that, don't do that. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you have days like that. No, I know. You have days like yeah. that. But yeah. through the through the leading of God, uh, I've learned uh, in this little short time that sometimes the approach has to be different. Mm-hmm. And it causes me to step outside and just be sensitive to the needs of my family. That's right. And that grows from consistency. From your spirit. Yes. Um, as they continue to see consistency from dad and from from her husband, then she knows how to respect. Yes. Because it's all, all, all based out of Christ's love. Yes. I know sometimes we get sideways and we do have to ask for forgiveness at times. I, Absolutely. I have asked Absolutely. each oh, of yes. my boys, even at a young age, how I've failed them and I've, I've come to them and I've yes. said, Please forgive me for this. That is tough yeah. for us men mm-hmm. because that pride wants to come Man, in and say, you, you, you can't do that. <laughs> yes. You can't do that. But through that, respect and that trust factor grows as a father, and it continues on. Yes. That, uh, it's a great word, and it's a great way to close this time because I tell you, God is at work mm. in our marriages and in our families. Let's just let him. Yes. And let's just be obedient to react. And yes, act. absolutely. Yeah. Would you be willing to have a word of prayer for us as we close this out? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we come. First of all, Lord, we just thank you for this time of fellowship. Father, we thank you for what we have released over the air. 
what we have deposited. Father, we ask you, O Lord, to allow the seed to grow in each and every one of the listeners that receive this podcast. Father, I pray, O God, that you even touch my brother Steve. Mm -hmm. Lord, touch his life, touch his family. Lord, increase him, O God. Increase everyone that is under the sound of our voice, O God. Father, we ask you, O Lord, to allow this, O God, every seed to just bloom in our lives, O God. Help us to be what we need to be to others. Help us to be what we need to be for our families, on our jobs, wherever we may be, O God. Let your light shine so that men may see the wonderful works that you have placed in us. And we bless your high name for who you are mm-hmm. and what you are in our lives. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much for having oh, me, man. man. This was awesome, man. Brother Sam, this was awesome. thank you so much I for being it. here. Yes, sir. And folks, yes, sir. thank you for listening. Uh, God has a great word and he shared it with us today to be able to express to you over the airwaves. Brother, thank you. Can't wait for our next time together because there's going to be a few times uh, throughout this year of 2019. We'll get a chance to do that. Yes. And uh, we'll just keep on growing together and keep on doing what God wants to do. Well, for now, Crossroads, we'll talk to you later and whoever else is listening. And uh, we'll uh, meet with you again next week as we meet with Scott Sims. God bless you, brother. God bless you. you Yes, sir.